God has put so much love and care and thought in His creation. Mm. I just have a real heart for that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited for our episode today. We've got, of course, co-host... Cam Houck. Cam. Oh, wow, Cam. That was a good one. I'm excited, too. And co-co-host... Rafi Gomez. Rafi, it is such a gift to have you on the show. Would you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you, Rafi? I am a student here at Holland Christian High School. Um, my years um, filled with lots of excitement. Filled with lots of excitement. What's your favorite class right now, Rafi? Gym and health class. Gym and health class. Oh, I That's believe. A fun one. You, if you, you, thankfully, you're not in a Bible class. You're not in my Bible class right now, Rafi. Otherwise, I'd be deeply hurt right now. Just kidding. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> hey, and so our special guest today is Ann Palowski. Ann, how are you? I'm great. Welcome to the podcast. Are you a little nervous? I am a little nervous, yeah. That's okay. Cam will make you feel right at home, I I'm think. I'm nervous, too. Oh, Cam's nervous. Oh, we're all in trouble. Rafi's the one who's going to make you feel at Rafi, home. Rafi, you're going to have to take the reins today, sir. I'll take the reins. Thank you. I'll take the case. <laughs> I'm willing to take the case, actually. <laughs> He's willing. He's able and willing to take the case of the podcast. So, and let's start with this. Tell us a little bit about what you do here at Helen Christian. Yeah, well, I have a few different roles. Um, my main role is that I am the inclusion and life skills teacher here at the high school, and I work with students that maybe have a different high school ex- experience than your <coughs> typical high school student. Awesome, Rafi. How do you know Miss Palowski? Um, I know her because we did we met last year and did a scavenger hunt with her class. Oh, cool. Nice. Scavenger hunt. That sounds awesome. Mr. Russ hasn't ever taken me on a scavenger hunt. No, that's more of a kind of end of the year camp. Uh, Just hang on. It's coming. <laughs> you have to earn it. You have to earn it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Rafi, how would you put you on the spot a little bit? How would you describe Miss Palowski as a teacher? She's nice. She is caring. She likes all this. She likes us as her class. Mm. She likes you as her class. I actually love that description. I really hope that my students walk out of class saying, like, he, he likes us. That's I think that's really important. And you know Miss Palowski somebody who likes you. She's in your corner. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, okay, Ann, so walk us through a typical day in your classroom. You do life skills here at Holland Christian, and you also are a big part of our our inclusion initiative. What, is that, what does that word even mean, inclusion? Um, well, when I think of the word inclusion, I think of looking at everyone as creating God's image and mm. that we all have a big role in his world and his creation mm. and that we all need to be looked at and treated equally, which means, you know, in a high school setting that we all have the same opportunities as any other student. Hmm, so cool. Okay. So th- this is, what is your job, your role look like and on a daily basis? I know you also are the main, are you the main life skills teacher here at school? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. So students come and take my class to work on different math skills and language arts skills that maybe they need to learn how to use out in the real world. Um, Rafi, you go, what do you do on Mondays and Tuesdays? Job placement. Job placements. You want to talk about what you do there? What? What do you do at job placements? Oh, um, we go to the Community Action House Food Pantry and we sort different types of food. 
Okay, sweet. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. do that every Monday mm-hmm. and you, Tuesday and Tuesday. Have you mm-hmm. met some pretty cool people there? Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Now, Anne, I have to ask, do you guys still do horseback riding? We do. Every Wednesday, we have a few students that go to Renew Therapeutic Horseback Riding. We've been doing that for quite a few years now. Awesome. And um, they go and work on a variety of skills on the horse, including building their confidence, um, strengthening their muscles, Hmm. following directions. And Rafi is actually doing it this semester, aren't you, Rafi? Mm -hmm. So cool. What do you think of that, Rafi? It says every Wednesday, you're out on a horse. Yeah. I have a fear of horses. What's that called? Equestrophobia? I don't like to talk about it. Or maybe, hydrophobia? Maybe hippophobia. Hippophobia? I just, I have some <laughs> friends with horses and like I'd go, this was back in like middle school, but I'd go to their house and I'd see the horses and they're just so big and I felt so like small and powerless against them. <laughs> <laughs> and they just... Looked at me we and I laugh. was like, I'm "Oh sorry, no!" Cam. And I would run away from the horses. Huh. And ever since then, I just like can't be around horses. They frighten me. Well, maybe he needs to come I to think, renew with us. Yep, Cam. I think clear your Wednesday schedule. I'll let you go from our podcast period. You need to go ride a horse. That's your homework. I yeah. I've never ridden a horse. I tell you then what. You can be my sidewalker, Cam. <laughs> you could be Rafi standing next to the horse. You yeah just. Yeah. And just admire the way I pale in comparison to it. <laughs> that would so be maybe a good step. A yeah. Good you, step, you, you, know, you can become, become a, another sidewalker and then just get I'll think about it. Get confidence <laughs> from there and then. I'll have to start with like looking pictures of hor- looking at pictures of horses and getting past that first. So Cam, mm-hmm. guess what? I was a sidewalker a couple years ago. I had a free period during the hour. Okay. Yeah. And it was a blast. And come to find out I'm definitely allergic to horses. Which huh. I did know that actually going into it, but it just sounded like so much fun. And it was a blast. One of the highlights of that semester for sure. I had to ice my face every time afterward, but it was definitely And that was it. after you overcame your fear of horses? No, I, I did not ever have oh. the fear of horses, but I think that's just <coughs> you, buddy. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> They're so, so big. Why were you looking at me when I said hippo? <laughs> hippo? What, what well, is hippophobia? Is that what it's like called? I think that's like Latin for... Like See, I thought I was, no, it's, it's called hy- is hydrophobia. Term. I thought I was being smart with the hydrophobia. thing. Would that be a fear of water? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes they call the therapy to horseback riding like hippotherapy or something. Oh, like that. I thought that would be a fear of hippos, I but I don't know. Well, Hip- are you afraid of hippos? No, too? I could probably ride a hippo. I would be afraid of hippos, but <laughs> I, w- I could ride a dog. Well, you have a better chance of getting killed by a hippo. I've never been exposed to hippos. So hippo would kill you before a horse would, I think. That's Thursday. I wouldn't have time to be scared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What a blast. Okay. So it sounds to me like you have a lot of fun in your job, Anne. I mean, just even telling stories here, hearing all the laughter. What is it it that you love about your role? Um, I think the part of my job that I love the most is not just working with the students themselves, but also with their families. That's a big Mm. part of my role in figuring out what um, the student's high school experience is going to look like to help them be successful after high school. So a big part of what I do is work with families on learning what type of resources and opportunities there are after high school and helping them plug into those and kind of figuring out that 
post-high school plan transition. I love that. Sounds like some really important work as well. Um, so I have some friends that are in the peer-to-peer connection class, and I, I guess I know they're in it, but I haven't really been given much insight into what it is. So mm-hmm. what goes on in that peer-to-peer connections class? Yeah, well, where they kind of start is I used to have peer tutors in my class, and that's when students would um, come in and work with students taking a life skills class on their work or maybe um, some of the games or different activities that we might be doing just to not just help academically, but also to help make those social connections. Mm -hmm. Um, But a way that I feel like that can be more effective is if they have more connection and interaction with their peers in, in their general education classes. So we have a peer-to-peer links class, and I'm always looking for more links. So if you're interested in this, especially even next semester or next year, come and talk to me or one of the counselors. But it's actually a general education class that you get an elective credit for. Hmm. And, for example, Rafi, can I talk about your... Spanish class. Mm -hmm. So who goes with you to Spanish? Olivia Helms. Olivia does. And so Olivia goes with Rafi. She's not taking Spanish class itself. She's there to help support Rafi as a peer Lincoln class. Hmm. And And walk alongside me and journey together. Yeah. Hmm. And what do you think about it, Rafi? It's fun. Is it helpful? Yeah. Too? Did you make some new friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rafi, I, I sit by Olivia in our study hall class and I don't know when she has class with you, but I've heard a lot of stories about how much fun you guys have in there. Oh, yeah. She always comes away just like, oh, Rafi and I had a blast today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rafi, you are famous in the school. I hope you know. You are very loved. And I've, I, yeah, before I even knew you, I, I was like, oh, man, Rafi's a great guy. You got to get him on the podcast. So. Yeah. I have 13 students this semester and just about every class during the day. Yep. Awesome. Hmm. Another big part of my role is that we are an official Special Olympics Unified Champion School, and I am the liaison for that for our high school. Awesome. What does that, what, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> well, we're pretty familiar with Special Olympics. They've been around since the early 60s, and this is a little different than the traditional type of Special Olympics and sports and activities that they have in that um, this is more of an inclusive model where we have – people with and without disabilities working together both in a sports um, group, also on youth activation committees and whole school engagement activities. So the, the Special Olympics has come into schools K through 12 and then also in colleges where they implement this program and have this set up. It's really run well and um, we also have a K through eight program. It's not just at the high school. Erin okay. Johnson, she yeah, works yeah, at yeah. the middle school. She runs the K through eight program there. That is awesome. Okay, so word on the street is Rafi, are you a baller for the unified basketball yes. team? Come on. So tell us a little bit about your experience. What, what's it like playing basketball? Um, my dad used to play basketball um, when he was younger, so that's why I've played basketball okay i played basketball for school and not only for school but of course unified basketball yeah tell me about unified basketball what what is what does it mean what does it look like what do you do um we basically basically practice and then once we get it all right then we play with the other school with the other schools and then try and see who wins 
So cool. How, so have you hurt your fingers at all dunking the ball at no. all? Or, okay. No. Not, no not Thankfully not. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Come on. You, I, 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 I could see that. So Rafi, what is in a typical game? What Do you know, would you play a particular position on the team? No. No. Scorer. Scorer. Score. Dunker. Dunker, yeah. Ball dunker, yeah. That's pretty Encourager. That's pretty Encourager. Oh, yeah. Encourager. A lot of that. Yeah. yeah. So what does it feel like being on the court? What, like, what are you feeling when you're playing? Are you just excited? Are you, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are uh-huh. you pretty competitive? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Sweet. I love that. I love that. So, Anne, you, is this something that we've had for a long time? Or is it new at Holland Christian? Um, the whole Vegan uh, Special Olympics Unified Champion School is new. Last year, Aaron Johnson and I both realized we both wanted to do this. Um, so we just kind of jumped into it in the middle of the school year last year and oh, started so cool. up the basketball team and some of the other components. And so this is really our first full year of doing it. Okay. Yep. And when does the season begin? Has it already started? We start practice the week of Thanksgiving and then our games start in January. Oh man. Are you already excited, Rafi? Oh yeah. That yeah. sounds incredible. In my veins. Say that again? It's in my veins. It's in your veins. Mm-hmm. Dude, I really am excited to see some of these games. So there's practice, you practice, and then you ball it up. What, yep. what, do you, what, do you, what are the kids saying these days? Ball it up or hoop? Yeah. Okay, that sounds pretty... Play basketball. Play, okay, Cam's going to come <laughs> in with it. <laughs> play basketball. Yeah. And what other have, has Holland Christian considered doing more than just unified basketball, or is this kind of a pilot to see if potentially other sports? Yeah, one of my goals is to hopefully do three sports in a school year. We're looking into a spring sport right now. And um, the schools that we play right now are Zealand East and West and West Ottawa and hopefully North Point Christian. So I got to work with them and see which spring sports they want to do. But in the state of Michigan, there's over about two or 300 schools that are do the same thing. And some of them do. There's... um, indoor competitive bocce, which is a really big one, volleyball, flag football, um, track. There's all sorts of different unified sports okay. that you can do. Bocce so. ball, that oh, would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I always think of like, you know, you're playing on your grass or your lawn at home, but there's actually a court and you have officials and everything. It's actually pretty cool. Oh, that would be sweet. In the United States, there's over 7,000 <coughs> schools that participate in unified sports. Wow. And besides basketball, Indoor competitive bocce is probably the second most popular one. Yeah, I didn't even know about it. Yeah, that is so So. cool. I really hope that that we can see some uh, bocce ball being played here in the next couple years. Pretty cool. That would be very cool. Coach. Hey, I'll tell you what. You sign me up right now. If we get a bocce (laughs) team, I will coach. But I'm serious, Rafi. I don't mess around. You should know that up front. Yeah, I don't like to joke at all. I like to joke. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Joking about joking. Oh man. such a blast. I love it. Okay, tell me a little bit more. What does it mean to be a unified champion school? Yeah, so besides sports, there's two other big components that um, that we do. And one is that we have an inclusive youth activation committee. And we call ours the Maroons Activation Committee. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of new still. Some people um, might not have heard about it yet. Our group did chapel last year. And this year, part of what their goal is to help create awareness about um, the different 
sports that we'll be playing when we have games, getting people there, probably doing some chapel, and we have some other events. We have one really big event coming up in January. I can't say what that is. It's oh, a come big on. secret. No, Tell us. No. And please, this is please. the big chance. It's for the podcast. Yeah, it's for the podcast. He doesn't even know. What? So, But they're in the works of planning some of those things. So that's part of the big thing is having a group of students that help create awareness and spread awesome. the word and do different campaigns and fundraising for um, sports and stuff. And then those are part of the whole school engagement component too. So cool. I yeah. love that. This yeah. could be the big reveal, Ann, right here on the air. You can I tell can't. us what's coming in January. Come on. Do it. It's on air. Do it. Oh, oh, she's going to just keep This is us heartbreaking. Waiting. This is heartbreaking, Rafi. <laughs> My heart's torn in a thousand pieces now. I don't oh. know. Me too. Oh, We're just going to have to wait. Oh, when will this I be can't. revealed? Is this going to be like in chapel or something like that? I don't know. We'll see. That's part of the surprise. Oh, oh, I am extra roasted now. How can you do this to us? How? We're in a podcast and... Oh, oh man. So, so Ann, we talked about unified basketball. How is a unified basketball team different from a Special Olympics team? Yeah, so on a unified basketball team... Um, the players are split up where half of your team is a typical peer or somebody <coughs> without a disability. And then you also have half a team, um, made up of students that have an intellectual okay. disability. So do, do players switch throughout the year or is it a team that's the team through the entire season? That is the team through the entire okay. season. So yep. Cool. yep. And it's looked at the same as any other sports team in the high school. Awesome. Yeah. Are you able to say the names of any of the athletes or probably not? Well, Rafi's on the team. Cam's on the team. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Did you not know that? What? No, I didn't Mr. know Rafi that. Mr. Rafi didn't know that Cam was on the team? I don't think he came to any of our games last year. Now, hold on a minute. Cam Hauk, the Cam the, Hauk, right is here. on the team. Yes, sir. I <laughs> didn't even know this. Yeah. You've been preparing for this interview and you didn't even tell me. I, I figured it would come up at some point. <laughs> okay, so cool. What? So cool. Yeah. Now, I, you skipped, Miss Pulowski said you skipped a couple games last year. No, but I, she was talking about you not coming to her yeah, game. Yeah, oh, 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 Mr. Russ, you got roasted again. Man. <laughs> 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 Because I was like, he's like, oh, no, my bad, my bad. I'm game. sorry. I, I no. misunderstood that. So, Cam, what's it like from, from your perspective? What is it like being part of the unified basketball team? Well, uh, first two years of high school, we didn't, we didn't have unified basketball, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of stuck watching the varsity games. I'm like, this is kind of cool, but I should really be out there. <laughs> unified basketball <laughs> Why came Why aren't along, you starting and in I every was like, position? This is my chance. I have always wanted to play basketball, but I went in and I was like, I don't really know anybody else that's playing. But I showed up to the first practice and it's like, oh, okay, there's a bunch of people here, some some of my classmates that I've known, and then I got to meet people like Rafi and some other people I didn't know yet. And then you were in eighth grade last year? Yeah. Yeah. So then this <laughs> year coming into high school... Rafi's a freshman, and I'm like, hey, I know you already. Yeah. And then a, a few other students as well that I didn't really know until I was able to play basketball with them, and we uh, we had a good time. And now I see Rafi in the hall. I'm like, hey, you ready for Unified? He's like, yeah. Let's and do it. I, I was able to build some more friendships with people that I probably wouldn't have met, or at least not until now. Um, 
if I hadn't played Unified, so cool. I was so also able to fulfill my dream of playing basketball. Of being a baller yeah. or just playing basketball, I guess, as the playing kids basketball. say these days. Yeah. Being a baller. Plus, my daddy used to play basketball, so that's why I, I, I learned from him. So. That is so cool. Yeah. Family yeah. tradition. Oh, so yeah. what's the atmosphere like at one of these games? Um, so... I'm guessing you haven't been to our varsity games because you don't tend to go to sporting events. Oh, thanks, Cam. Call but, me um, out on the air. Cam! I've got three little kids. It's crazy taking the, them to yeah, a game. You can oh. bring your kids, but the the excitement <laughs> of our normal Holland Christian basketball games and then like multiplied by a factor of like a lot, and that's how great the atmosphere is. Like that we show up. I know there was at our last home game, we had like the student section filled up. Mm-hmm. Everybody made signs, and it it was a lot of fun. It is. That sounds so. We've cool. been. We had one game like, during parent teacher conference night, so a lot of teachers were able oh, to yeah. come down okay. and talking to them after. So much of a comments about that's what a basketball game should be about, or that filled up my joy tank for the rest uh, of the week. Yeah. I, mean, I think people were just really surprised at. Um, just how much fun and how amazing the games are. I mean, if you haven't mm-hmm. been to a unified game, you need to come out and see one. Um, and your description, Cam, of what it was like as a player and getting to know people in ways you didn't know them before mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why I want to do this. Because one of my goals at the high school is to create authentic mm-hmm. reciprocal relationships. Okay, Tell me about the word reciprocal. What does that mean? That... We both have something to give yes, to each other, yes. right? A lot of times we think that we need to help people all the time that maybe learn differently than we do. But the reality is most of the time we can learn from each other, mm-hmm. and that's a true reciprocal relationship. And I really believe in a sports environment is very different than a class environment with creating relationships. I think for Sam, it's been a big Big thing for him being on the unified team, San Seitzman. He got to go to his first dance last year hmm. on his own and um, with some friends where he might not have been invited before because people just didn't know Sam in, in, in that way. And so being on the team, I think, really helped students understand Sam more. I love that. I love the description of a reciprocal relationship, and that is so true. And I think sometimes our perspectives kind of get flipped around when we think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the good guy and help out with something. And then by the end, you're shocked that you've been on the receiving end of so much, and just the relationship uh, is, is a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with this team, it's not like even though we do our best to get the job done, it's not all about winning the games or putting up the most points or who can shoot the most free threes. It's really just about having fun while we're doing it. And mm-hmm. even if we aren't winning, you know, we're still out there laughing, you know, turn the ball over. Oh, well, some high fives. We mm. move on. Ugh. The other team does something well. High five to them. Yeah, It's just all fun. Honestly, Cam, I'm thinking about I teach the Gospels and Jesus goes around and, and he talks about the kingdom of God. And he says, oh, look, kingdom of God. Look, this is the kingdom of God. And he prays that the kingdom of God would be present, would become the reality on earth. What you just described, that mm. that comes to mind. I think that sounds a lot like the kingdom of God to me. Sports are a lot more fun that way too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And especially with a bunch of people who you hadn't really known before. And you're like, oh, they're pretty cool. And now going into the second season, I'm sure we'll have a lot of returning members mm-hmm. and We'll be able to keep building those relationships, and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait either. Yeah, come out to a unified game this year. One last question, Ann. When do these games happen? 
Yeah, so we're still working on scheduling, but most of the time, especially when we have a home game over at the Civic Center, we are working on scheduling them before the varsity plays. Okay. So so back-to-back games. Yep. Yeah. So make sure you show up a little to the varsity game, a little early to the varsity games this year to catch the unified. And we'll be putting it out on social media, okay. and we'll have a schedule up on the Holland Christians Athletics website too, webpage. I am genuinely excited to go <laughs> to one of these games, mm-hmm. guys. That is, Rafi, will you give me a wave from the from when I'm up in the stands when you're on the court? Yeah. Thank you, sir. I Cam, will. you too. <laughs> I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, shoot. Was- hey, let's take a quick break and be back right after this. I have to chastise Cam for a minute. <laughs> that, that was the best one. Guys, that was awesome. I actually, what you just described, sold it to me. I'm coming to Please. Unified oh, you Game. Please. Go. You have you to have go. To. You have to, Mr. S. Got it. Yeah. So much fun. Welcome back to the podcast. This is where we get serious. Wipe those smiles off our faces, folks, because it's time to talk about Miss <laughs> Pulowski. And I want to hear a little bit more about you. Um, <laughs> I'm getting laughed at you. Make it sound like she just has no joy. <laughs> oh yeah, this is, you know this, this is, is business. The serious side. This is business. We don't. There's, it is. If we can not laugh, I think that's probably better. Let's just. Game faces, well, guys. I don't usually laugh at the things you say. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, oh we're gonna have to cut shoot. that out because that's <laughs> that's a roast there. Bullying where I come from. That's a roast there, right, Mr. That's roast. A roast. Yeah, <laughs> where I come from, that's you file that under wow, B for bullying. Just roasted him. <laughs> oh. Hey, quit, quit encouraging him, Rafi. I, no, I just said like, wow, I'm surprised that Kim just roasted. Yeah, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't think a student would talk to a teacher like that, would wow, you? Wow, that was brutal. It's a little brutal. <laughs> it hit me so hard. I thought this was a no laughing part. Okay, now it's the no laughing part. True. What laughing? There you go. That's the spirit yeah. cam. Attaboy. So, Ann, tell us a little bit about your background. I want to know how you became interested in becoming a teacher, and more specifically, a special ed teacher. What, what, uh, what events, or how, how come you, you have a heart for inclusion? Yeah, well... It- was a bit of a journey to get there because um, I grew up in a family with a lot of teachers. And I always told myself I was never going to be a teacher. <laughs> so um, it went sealed to, your fate right there. I yeah, think. <laughs> I think so, right? Um, so I went to Calvin College and I actually became a biology major there. Absolutely oh, cool. love science. Uh, you can ask some of the other science teachers here, especially Mrs. O'Brien. She knows how much I geek out about science stuff, specifically biology. So um, loved, loved studying biology. Spent uh, my summers up at a place called Osable Institute of Environmental Studies, hmm. which is up in Mancelona. And during the summertime, they do a lot of college classes with the Christian College Coalition. And I did a lot of my science classes there, and that place became my second home and really fell in love with God's creation and just the absolutely amazing creation that he made. So when I graduated, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. So um, I decided, since I loved Osable so much, I was going to be an intern up there. And during the school year, they have an environmental education program where school groups from various schools in the area come and do day programs there. And so I taught environmental education there, everything from 
um, kindergarten through high school, and we did a variety of different activities. And it it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And that's where I really started to get an interest in teaching. And then um, one thing about teaching environmental ed or outdoor ed is that you can travel a lot of places all over the world. And a lot of times they pay for your room and board. There's outdoors everywhere. There (laughs) is. Exactly. (laughs) No no laughing. Sorry, Sorry, no laughing. I almost said something, but I didn't. I got to be professional. Um, Sorry, you can travel anywhere with outdoors. (laughs) There's outdoors Uh, everywhere except for indoors. Indoors, that's true, yeah. Well, and then even you're still yeah. in outdoor environment. It's kind of indoors. weird. Indoors is kind you're of alive inside. if you think about it. It's just outdoors with, with some walls and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting deep. Okay, back to your... your <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, speaking of deep, is like oh, no. underground still outdoors? Yes. <laughs> That's a good point. Never thought of it quite like that before. I would say yes. <laughs> We're going to have to have bonus material on this podcast yeah. just where our conversation has taken us. Okay. I and apologize for being a distraction. No. It's all good. So you can you can go travel a lot of places. So from there, um, I moved to Hawaii to teach outdoor yes. education. So and cool! Yeah, at uh, Camp Erdman, YMCA Camp Erdman, out there on the North Shore. I don't know if any of you ever watched the show Lost. Oh yeah, do you remember where the others lived? That nope. camp. Did you to really be honest watch with you, show? I didn't actually watch the show. I oh. just remember when it was so big. Okay. Well, that's where they taped part of it was at the camp that I worked okay. at. Okay. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. It was Are you in cool. the show? No. I, <laughs> I was there long before they did that. Okay. But when I was watching the show, it was kind of, I'm like, oh, that looks like Camp Erdman. And it was. So wow. Was. How cool. Yeah. That was neat. So, so teaching outdoor ed in Hawaii, I mean, that's how, kinda that's cool. kinda, sounds kind of like a dream job. Right yeah, now when is. we're recording this, we just had a snow day. And we've got a, almost a foot of snow here. Hawaii sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty fun place to go. So you returned from Hawaii. How? how what? what uh, Why did you return to West Michigan? Well, I actually ended up living there for a while. Okay. Yeah, I um, when I was teaching outdoor ed, I really, really love the people of Hawaii and the culture there, and I also just really enjoyed. Once again, teaching science and a lot of those outdoor hmm. activities to students. And so I decided to go back and get my teaching degree. So I stayed in Hawaii and went to University of Hawaii at Manoa oh, and got a dual certification in secondary education, biology, and then also in special education. Okay, so tell us part of the journey to, to desiring to, to get a degree in special ed. I really appreciate the fact that God... You know, we have such a diverse creation mm. that, you know, you look around this whole world. I mean, there's so much diversity mm-hmm. in it, right? And all of it is good in God's eyes. And I look at people the same way. He created a lot of diversity in all of us as well. And that's a good thing. I mean, I think our world would be really boring mm. if we were all the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all had the same gifts and the same abilities. And so I really appreciated that. And then as a teacher, though, we don't all learn the same way. So I wanted to be a science teacher that knew how to address the needs of all the students in my classroom. Hmm. Hmm. And Anne, just from knowing you for the past several years, you are someone who treats people really well. I, you know, what you just said, you believe that's true. And I know because I see how you are in this place and that's a a real gift. Well, thank you. Okay. So from Hawaii, you went to, did you you finish your degree in Hawaii? I did. Yep. And then what? What what after? And then after that, I took a job in Colorado. 
I really oh, wow. like traveling and moving different places. So There's outdoors um, there, too. There is. I lived up in the mountains in a small mountain town called Woodland Park. Okay. Yeah, just west of Colorado Springs. So I've known you, I mean, I knew you loved the outdoors because you're famous around here for your green thumb. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about, I know this is maybe a change of gears, but you pretty much run the greenhouse. Really? Well, no, only in the springtime. My okay. class takes it over. Tell yeah. us about what you do in the spring in the greenhouse. Yeah. Well, this is new for Rafi. He's over there checking me out like, what? What Greenhouse? Um, <laughs> You've got but, a fun spring ahead of you, sir. Yeah. Because I do love to teach science, I do try to incorporate that into my class. And so every spring, we take over the high school greenhouse. And let's see, last year we planted between four and 500 uh Vegetable seeds, vegetable hundred, seeds. four and five hundred, yeah. all different kinds. Yeah, you'll it's get doing be you, that Rafi. this spring, Rafi. I want to plant vegetables. That sounds awesome. So, How's that sound to you, Rafi? Sounds great. That's a. Blast. I'm have a blast. That is going to be yeah. fun. And so, I can't wait. You've been a bad influence on my wife, though, Anne, because Anne, Anne is always <laughs> telling me, "Hey, ask your wife about this plant or get her interested in this." I'm like, "Oh my goodness, our garden." Uh, <laughs> continues to grow and I, I think oh yeah I'll talk to my wife about that and then psych not gonna mention it because yeah. there's too much we are we turned our living room into a greenhouse one year and it was it was not good for our family <laughs> yeah my, my wife did yeah she anyway oh well, I can help her with that yeah no Make no <laughs> <laughs> so what is it just deal what is it about growing things you're, you're uh, Bill Bird's niece also and he's kind of famous locally for for <laughs> yeah. gardening as well yeah I love my uncle Bell yeah he's a he's a big inspiration for me and in that I just really you know that's part of that whole enjoyment of God's creation mm. and how much love and thought he's put into this world that he's made I mm. mean he put he really instilled a real love for that in me. And so, um, I don't know, just, there's just something about plants I find really interesting. That's that science geek in me too. Um, and so also my husband and I, we live on 10 acres out in the boonies. And one of our goals is that we grow and raise as much of our own food as possible. So that's part of the awesome. whole gardening piece as well. And also bees, right? Yeah. You've tried to talk my wife and I into bees. Tell, really? tell us. So you have bees, right, on your property? Right. Right now we don't, but we're getting more this spring. Yeah. Okay. Once bees. when I had my twins, I had to take a break from some of that stuff. So okay. but we're going to be starting it back the up again. The kids getting it's stung. Like the whole white beekeeper. Yeah, I got the bee suits. Get up. No, yeah. No way. Talk to us about the bees a little bit. What, what? <laughs> well, I'm not a real fan of honey. I mean, I am more now, but. I just really love the science of bees. They're really interesting. But I also feel like being a um, steward of God's creation, bees are um, really, really important in our environment. And there's a lot of disease and other reasons why they're not surviving. Um, so being a beekeeper is helping keep that go going. That is so cool. Yes. Do you know Tom Bombadil from Lord of the Rings, Anne? Oh, yeah. You remind me of Tom Bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> And that is about as high of a compliment <laughs> as I could possibly give. Oh, thanks. I mean, uh, I would have been going for uh, Gandalf. Okay, we'll awesome. give you the Gandalf. I'll go for Tom, too. That's all good. <laughs> also you know, Gandalf, a kind of a hybrid, I think, of the two. Did you know that according to all known laws of aviation, bees should not be able to fly? Oh, really? That's the opening line to the bee movie. Oh. <laughs> the bee movie. <laughs> that kind of had a little revival here in school. Yeah, I, for some reason. well... Like horses, I strongly dislike bees. After I got stung once in my entire life, I decided no more bees. Yeah. And then I, I watched the bee movie. I was like, oh, no, they might be kind of important. 
Yeah, they are really so now, important. Now I don't dislike bees as much. But do they like all go to bed at the same time? So I feel like one moment there's just bees, and then they're all gone. You mean oh during the day? Yeah. Like Well, they do go in at night. Yeah. They don't go out and I I, I work at New Holland downtown, and okay. this summer we had a big bee's nest like out on the patio. Okay, well, I, I'm going to have to interrupt him in a cam, because my first question was, are you even sure? We're talking honeybees here. I'm just talking bees with the wings and, and the And there's a big difference between honeybees Birds and wasps also. and yellow This could jackets. be a whole separate podcast. Oh, wow. We're going to have an episode later next semester called Bees with Ann Well, Polowski. somebody just told me that, like, they all go to bed at the same time, yeah. and that's why they don't come out at night anymore. Because the mama bee says bedtime, and then they all fly in. And You've been <laughs> lied to, Cam. You've I been like mad. To think Someone's of it laughing right now. Well, it makes me like dislike them less because that's kind of cute when they all just... That is well, cute. yeah, that's they all cute. go Time back in their hive or their nest or really? whatnot at night. Yes. Huh. So they just know. And as you describe all these different interests, I, I'm, it's almost like I'm picturing all these uh, Venn diagrams in my head that... These are separate. <laughs> these are very separate things or interests, but there's definitely an overlap. I think about like the interdependence of God's creation. Um, you talk about the bees being important. You talk about the diversity of God's creation, a whole host of different types of plants. And mm-hmm. it, 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 would you describe these as worship to you in your mind? I mean, is this, is this like as you plant and as you tend the bees and as you teach here in the life skills classroom or as you work with unified basketball, uh, what does worship have to do with all that? I feel like God has put so much love and care and thought in his creation, Mm. you know, in both his diversity in people, but also diversity in creation. And for me, I just have a real heart for that. And I mean, this may sound kind of corny, but I, I mean, I really love things like ornithology. And so I might go out be bird watching and I'll see a bird <clears throat> that maybe I haven't seen before. And I literally stop and say, thank you, Lord, for showing mm. that to me, to mm. knowing that I appreciate that and love seeing those types of things. And I look at that as intentional from God, or if I think about different students that God puts in my life, that it isn't just about us serving them. They're also part of our life for a reason, too. And so when there's some that really make that impact, I'm like, wow, thank you, Lord, for bringing that into my life. Amen. And Amen. Yeah, it makes me think of my grandmother. My grandma, um, I remember, I think some of the things we love in our lives aren't things that are directly, we're not necessarily told to love them, but when we see somebody loving uh, creation, for example, it kind of plants a seed. My grandma was somebody for me. I remember she used to talk to the birds in her bird feeder outside her window. <laughs> She'd say, hello, birds, and, she, mm-hmm. and talk to the squirrels and the deer. And even her, she was, she is very committed to her garden and, and her landscaping and always talking to as in she as, as though she's in this big conversation with creation, but also God at the same time. It's just mm-hmm. this powerful picture. I remember watching her as a kid thinking she loves this world that God has made, and she loves God, who is the creator of all this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Blue like jazz. It's like blue like jazz. We talked about that once before, didn't we? Did we really? We did. I I can't remember. A while ago. 
we're up to 10 podcasts, Cam. We, we're just lost yeah. in the whole library now. Tell your friends now. to listen before <laughs> Tell your we friends. get too big. Yes, yes. We knew them before they were huge, mm. right? That's what everyone... <laughs> Somebody <laughs> asked me for an autograph the other day. Wow, an autograph. Yeah. I didn't just, sign it, though. You're going to want to get a stamp just because there's going to be so much many. demand. You're just going to Well, oh, so will you guys. Because you've been on the podcast oh, wow. now. Just instant fame. Rafi, how are you going to deal with all that fame? I don't know. I just have to. You're going to have to get used to it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Ann, after Hawaii, going to school, getting this degree, coming back, how'd you end up at Holland Christian? Are you from Holland originally? No, I'm actually from Granville. So oh, okay. Not too far away. Went to, to Calvin Christian there, and so my family oh, yeah. lives in the area. Yeah, Um so yeah, I had moved to Colorado after Hawaii. I was there for four years, and that's where I started teaching special education. Um, I applied for a, <coughs> a science position there, and when the principal saw that I had a special education degree as well, he asked if I would be interested in that position, and I did. And so, you know, a lot of ways of God showing that his plans are oftentimes different mm. than your own and are best. And so I ended up teaching special education there and absolutely loved it. I still have a lot of great friends from that school. It was a great place um, to teach. And um, then I ended up moving back to Michigan because my Uncle Bill, um, who was the choir teacher here, Uncle Bill Bird. Yes. I'm he, sure a lot of our listeners know Bill yeah, Bird. Yeah. He told oh, me about yeah. a position that opened here. And I wanted to move back. Um, my mom had Parkinson's and I wanted hmm. to be closer to her. And so I was, God gave me the position here at Holland Christian High School. And so I was able to move back to the area. So cool. Hey, and we're running low on time, believe it or not. This, I feel like this time has flown by. Um, I, I don't think, Cam, I don't think we've laughed so much recording a podcast <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, we haven't had Rafi here. That's so. true. Oh, true. That's very true. It's my first time. It's a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> the pleasure has been all ours, Rafi. Thank you so much. Uh, Candy, Thanks for having me on the show. Well, I appreciate your, your willingness to, because you're missing your favorite class right now. True. That is, hey, thank you. That is a gift, Rafi, that you skipped PE to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Plus, God placed me here. So. Amen. Hey, I yeah, really I believe that is true. God placed me here in this room to help out with the interview. You yes, are sir. so right. And, and now I think a lot of people get to hear your story and meet you through this podcast. Oh, yeah. That's where the fame comes. That's where the, the burden Pound of the it. fame Boom. comes yeah. for Cam, Cam. Yeah, Cam, that's how we do it. Pound it. That's how we do it. Cam, incredible how. <laughs> do you have one question for Miss Pulowski we can yes, end on? Yes, sir, I do. So. The question. You, the question. Is my oh favorite. My. If you were to go back and have the ability to talk with your high school self, what is one thing that you would tell her? Yeah, wow. I think... What I would tell her is get to know other people more. Hmm. I had my group of friends all through high school. We hung out. We had a great time. But if I look back at my class and other people I went to high school with, I don't remember a lot of them. Hmm. And I really feel like I just kind of kept to myself and did my thing, but didn't really try to reach out and get to know other people. And I feel like I really missed out on a lot of really great, fantastic friendships yeah. and growing experiences that I didn't have. I mean, there's some teachers here that I went to high school with and Oh really? Yeah, Mr. Skemper. 
Yes, he wasn't in G-Dog. my grade, but he was at my high school. Wow. And sorry, Mr. Skemper, but I really don't remember him. <gasps> oh, so, oh. He goes to my church, Mrs. Pulowski. Oh. If he finds out, he's going to be so sad. right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there are a lot oh, of, man. and I know him now, oh. and I'm like, wow, he's an awesome guy. And I didn't really know him there. I just kind of kept to my friends and didn't really reach out and get to know other people. Hmm. Yeah. So, I think that's powerful advice. Yeah, I love that because I know like now and to all the freshmen out there and younger people who may be listening, I, I'm i making a lot of new friends even this year, like strengthening me? friendships that, yeah, like Rafi, that yeah. kind of like are pretty new or were from last year. And I, I'm i like, shoot, high school is just flying by and mm-hmm. I wish mm-hmm. I knew these people and had this relationship with them back when I was a freshman so that could grow even more through senior year. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And there's a lot of opportunities at Holland Christian to get to know people. Mm-hmm. So step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think you would ever regret taking that risk to get to know somebody else or let yourself be known by another person. Uh, yeah. I, I, I The times I've done that in my life, it's always led to really rich community. Miss Pulowski, Rafi, what a gift it has been to have you guys on here. Rafi and Cam, would you like to uh, maybe close us out with a little Go Maroons? Let's do it. All righty. One, two, three. Go Go Maroons! Oh, Rafi, that just, I think we broke our mic with that Go Maroons. Holy moly. Wow. Sorry, Mr. Russ, I just got too rowdy. That's all. (laughs) That's what we like to hear. Yeah.